Welcome, everybody, to the Indie Pod Podcast. I'm your host, Super Joe Pardo, and today I am so fortunate to be able to A, be here, uh, and B, have uh, my guest here today. Before we get into our guest and our topic for today, uh, I have to give a shout out to our sponsor, uh, Podbean. They have brought this episode to you so kindly. Podbean is an easy and powerful way to start podcasting. They give you all the tools you need for a successful podcast, such as unlimited podcast hosting, podcast distribution, monetization options for podcasts of any size, and live stream podcasting capabilities. So today at www.podbean.com. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N.com. We're going to talk about, well, we're probably going to talk about a couple of things because there's like a big elephant in the room going on right now. Um, and But at the same time, we're, we're podcasters and we're here to talk about podcasting. So this week, we have our guest from Life Transformation Radio. Uh, he has been podcasting for, what, two and a half years? Yes, it's 2017. It's February 20, 2017. February 27. Congratulations. That's three years then. Yep. Right. So it was yep. 17, 18, three years. 19, 20. Yeah. So three yep. years now. Three Congratulations years. on that. And uh, and we're going to talk about hacking your podcast uh, and as well as probably the other an elephant in the room. What's up, Jenna? Uh, everybody give a big warm welcome to Sean Douglas. Woo. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Uh, how, how are you feeling, man? You're you're pent up in a in a hotel room in in Earthquake Central, uh, Salt Lake, <laughs> Salt Lake, Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah, man, I'm just I'm just north of uh, Salt Lake City, uh, about 25 minutes away from the airport, and I survived a 5.7 magnitude earthquake this morning, and the coronavirus, and. Uh, you know, we're just living life out here. <laughs> it's rough. Are you? Are you? Are you from Utah originally? No, or? I used to be. Um, no, I was in the mil I was in the Air Force, and I was stationed out here from 06 to 09 at Hill Air Force Base, and that's where I met my wife. Was here at uh, Hill Air Force Base, so her mom lives here, and uh, she's out here visiting her mom and whatever. And I had some events that I was speaking at, which subsequently got canceled. Um, and, uh, while I was out here, so I was working out here for a little bit and, uh, they said, we should probably keep you here because the coronavirus in North Carolina, where I live, um, is not, uh, good. There's a lot there. Um, uh, so, uh, here I am <laughs> in a hotel room in Utah <laughs> with the wife and kids. So. Uh, what, what's up, Jenna? Jenna says, thank you for your service. What's up, Lou? Thank you. Uh, says, that's crazy, Sean. Uh, right out of the bat, Mike Hackett. Uh, what's going on, buddy? I hope you're uh, you're safe down there in Florida or wherever you're at right now. Um, says, hey, Joe, do you think the coronavirus quarantine will boost your numbers, but will that have a negative side effect when the quarantine is done? Uh for I think that you know if people actually hear what we're doing and and they 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 want to get involved they're going to want more so I think it's mm -hmm. more of an opportunity for them to get started to get that first you know that first hit in there and uh, or should I say in there and uh, and then go from there and and want to you know want more what, what do you think Sean I think that the initial uh, numbers will be a huge boost it'll tailor off. It'll kind of plateau, won't go down, it'll plateau. But I also think that when the podcast conferences resume, that they've already been listening to your show. Now you've got a whole nother audience. And then the numbers of your podcast event will actually increase, which will then subsequently increase your show at the back end. That's what I think will happen. I, I think so too, because um, I think more people are going to want to get get involved, and there's going to be a pent up demand for this. Uh, I mean, they're talking, but but I don't know. I mean, if you're watching the news, they're talking like up to 18 months of like that's pandemic. Uh, like that sounds a yeah. bit extreme. I don't know. Yeah, it's a little bit um, extreme. Four to six weeks. I I think it's going to be longer than that, but not. I mean, not. I think by May 11th. Months. May I think 11th. May, ele May 11th is the date. May 11th is going to be the day, seven days after May the 4th be with you, that we will see the declining cases, we'll have a handle on it, 
And I think we're going to be, I think we're going to be fine. I think, I think everything's going to be fine. I think everything's going to be fine too. And I think we will rebound uh, relatively quickly, but there definitely needs to be some um, stringent like planning yeah. going forward because we can't live life yep. on the edge. Like we have been and just right. expecting no. everything to be okay. No, see the difference between, you know, military people and, and civilians who have never served is everybody's buying toilet paper. But a lot of my guys and people that I talk to that are serving and that are veterans, we're all buying guns and ammunition. Yeah, so that's not uh, surprising. Uh, I mean, I was <laughs> buying calories when I was in Florida and trying to get back to hopefully stock the the frozen side of my right. you know uh, food well, arsenal. We got MRE, so we're good. <laughs> so I, so yeah, so I um yeah, I I just feel like yeah, there's there's gonna be uh, I I hope May I hope you're right. I hope May eleventh is uh is the turnaround date you know where we where we have oh jenna jenna bought a bidet actually i got a bidet for christmas and yeah, I, you yeah. gotta remember amazon amazon actually has a sale on bidets right now let me tell you something amazon uber eats walmart okay and uh if i had to guess maybe and this is like a long shot but definitely amazon uber eats i would say instacart maybe those four places, for sure the other three, but Instacart, I'm not really sure on. Those four places, mark my words, their stock is going to crush in the market and skyrocket. And the companies, I don't know if Uber Eats is, is IPO, but they immediately in the next three weeks are going to be to create millions of dollars for themselves because all of the restaurants in North Carolina and Utah, especially in Ohio, Michigan, they're all closing except for drive through or takeout. Well, someone's got to go. And if those people are quarantined, they can't go. Guess who they call? They call Uber eats. So Uber eats, all they do is drop it at the doorstep and walk away. Cause it's already paid for Instacart. The only reason I say them is because you can actually order groceries from them and then go and drop it off at your house. Okay. That's so, what Instacart is. So I, you know, and I, I'm in that conundrum where it's like, is, is the food really safe at that point? Like, yeah, I get they're dropping it off and, and it's in a bag and whatever, and it's in a container, but like somebody still made it right. And you're trusting, you got a lot of, you got to have trust that that food is not contaminated in some way, shape or form hand sanitize before you grab it or grab it with gloves and eat with gloves. No, but I'm saying like the food, like if I cough on the food while I'm making it or, Oh I, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like yeah. that. So the only thing I was thinking was like, you order something, it gets here, you take it out, you hand sanitize, wipe the thing with whatever, and then put it in the oven at like 350 degrees at you know, 400 <laughs> like degrees. I, like it's got, it's got to <laughs> die. Right. Like I, I can't imagine the virus would survive that. Now I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist right. even. Um, but, sure. and if you know, please drop in the, in the chat, uh, if that's a thing, because I mean, I know the CDC website said something about 80 degrees outside of the body, it, it would die. So, I mean, I'd imagine if 300 degrees or 350 degrees, it's got, it's got to die. Right. It's got to be a thing. So, so if it's 80 degrees, are you saying like once it leaves the body and the temperature goes above or below 80 degrees? Because our bodies above 80 degrees. I know our bodies are 98.6. You're but, right. And I was like, but, but the thing is, is that, yeah, but it's more hospitable. Like there's, you know, because uh, it's wet like, and it's, yeah, got it. And so, it, and, and, yeah. So, and, and it might, and I mean, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. That, I, Put it I don't in for 100 it degrees. Yeah. Well, they say cardboard for like five minutes, right? Yeah. So like they say like the car cardboard, uh, it, it doesn't last very long cardboard, less than 24 hours. Right. Like, Cause right. the, I guess the water droplets porous. go, go into, the, into the porous. Thing. Yeah. And then yep. the, it's just like left out there to, to die. Um, countertops are like 10 days. Somebody said it's countertops like 10 uh, days. Or something. Yeah. So, but, but they don't, they aren't sure how contagious it is by that point. Like they're like, it's right. there, but it might be dead. It's just not alive. Right. So, yep. I, you Absolutely. Know, we still are learning uh, bit by bit. Jenna says, I'm hitting up Home Depot in the morning so I can get things for home projects. Uh, that's not a bad idea if you can get into a Home Depot. Hopefully, they still have stuff uh, in your area. I, I haven't ventured over to my Home Depot. I kind of wish um, I kind of wish I have, but I don't know. I 
I got plenty of pro- home projects laying around the house that I haven't, that I still haven't gotten around. Like I bought all the stuff. I just haven't right. gotten the time to do it. And now that we're self quarantined, because anyone that doesn't know, I came back from Disney World back on Sunday uh, morning. And uh, so I, I've had a cough since like Tuesday. Um, my mom has had a few of the symptoms off and on. We don't like she's ho- hopefully she'll get text- tested soon. Um, my wife has a cough. My, my daughter's had a, a, a bad cough since like that we got down there back on Saturday. They got back down down there on Saturday. So like we're just self quarantining uh, as much as we can and staying at the house. Um, so yeah, here we are. <laughs> here we are in the box. Oh boy, I wonder if you can keep giving it to each other. Like you know how you, uh, viruses kind of circulate. You can. So nobody. But you're self quarantining with people that are sick that continue to get each other sick. Yes. Yeah, it's I love it's, it, but there's always so. I mean, I, they're two and four. What am I supposed to do? Like, right? You're on your own, kid. Like, go live in the garage. <laughs> you're on your own there, two year old. Yeah, like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm just trying to wrap them in bubble wraps. So they don't like kill themselves yep. trying to like go absolutely the, the place absolutely the set and stuff. It sounds like you got kids running around in the back. Oh my god, yeah. They're like, oh, how do we get to the hospital? What's the fastest way to get yeah, there? Right. Like, jump off things all in, in the you know, jump on the bed. No. so uh so all right so podcasting uh yeah man in in this day and age all right so um have you shifted your your focus at all with your podcast no no okay no it's the same okay so um has your has your audience looked to you for any like any kind of leadership or thought uh input any anything like that i've got i've gotten a couple messages you know like hey are you interviewing anybody about this like what do you think and stuff like that and i and i said uh you know eventually yeah eventually i will when there's when there's significant data and the hysteria goes down uh because i don't want to be spreading anything that is i mean because everybody right now is Mm. is like a google expert on on covid19 like everybody (laughs) is like no like we were like you and i were just talking about it Yep. You know, and 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 I and I listened to what we say, and it was like you know I heard this, I heard this, you know. So this is what we're doing to prevent this and this, but this is what I heard, and but that's what a lot of it is. Like this is what we were told. This is what we were heard. We like like nobody here's mm-hmm. a scientist. We never know for sure. You know, I mean, I'm not out here yeah. testing people. I don't know. What, I mean, I don't know. I could have I could have it on my desk right now. I don't even know it. You know what I mean? So you haven't worked uh, your desk the, down? Are you crazy, man? <laughs> so. So here's me, and and this is this is what I'm doing. Definitely hand sanitize. Yes, but that's it. I have the mentality of I hope I get it because my body's going to create an immune system for it. You know that's why we get flu shots every year. Okay, so so basically what happens is you know how like three year olds um, get chicken pox, and then every mom in the state gives their gives their child to that mom for like a day and yeah. hopes that their kid gets chicken pox. So that's not how you get uh, shingles though. Well, it's because it's, no, it's inside. No, of you. you get, no, you get shingles. Well, yes, but you get shingles. And I know this because I got shingles. You oh, get shingles. I, because yeah, It hurts. You get shingles because you had a very small inflammation and infection to the chicken pox. A kid who has full blown chicken pox, your body already has the chicken pox virus inside. You already have it, but your body okay. has an immune system to it. I barely got chicken pox when I was a kid. So what happened as a young adult was like 20s, like 23, 24, 25. It's brought on by stress. Mm. So I'm in the military, deployed, brought on by stress, brought on by unsanitary conditions because we're like living in tents and you know, you're showering with like a water bottle or maybe they have a, a trailer, like a water trailer you can go and shower in, you know, stuff like that. So you basically live off of baby wipes. And so you get shingles and like, I'm, I'm, yeah, that's what we did. We just do baby wipe showers. Um, and so I ended up getting shingles and I had to be quarantined because there was a couple of people on my, on my tour that they never got chicken pox as a kid. So it's oh, highly wow. contagious. Shingles is highly contagious. If you've never had chicken pox, I can sit next to somebody who's had chicken pox. They'll never get it. But if somebody who hasn't had chicken pox, if I touch them or, or in any way, um, like they'll get, they'll, they'll end up getting shingles. They'll end up get chicken pox. So that's what the doctor told me. That's what the military doctor told me. So I had to be quarantined for, uh, for, for three days. Oh, wow. That, uh, that's, that's pretty terrible. And it's um, very, very painful. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so anyway, uh, yeah. So getting getting back to the podcasting, because <laughs> yeah. uh, you know we're only fifteen minutes into this thing and I barely talked about podcasting itself. Yeah, let's do it. Um, what's what's uh, what's some of the ways that you're you're hacking your podcast to? Uh, oh I man, guess get more, more listeners. What, what, this is gonna be awesome. Enli- okay, enlighten, so, enlighten us. So number one, you want to hack your podcast by. Number one, if you're an author, so I'm talking to published authors right now. Published authors, if you are an, an Amazon author, your book is available on Amazon. That's me. You go to your you go to your author central page, and your author central page is automatically created when you upload a book through Amazon through KDP or used to be Create Space. But if you have a book, you have an author central page. You go to your author central page back door, and you can. Uh, create a profile. It's all right there. Profile name, websites, like all that stuff. But there's something called an RSS feed inside of your Amazon author central page. You can actually take your podcast and put it on your author central page. And I get 200 to 400 more listeners and downloads just by doing that. And I've tested this over two months. I put it on there for a week. I took it off for a week. I put it on there for two weeks. I took it off for two weeks. I put it on there for another week. I took it off for Mm. two weeks. And every time I took it off, my, my numbers went down every time. Wow. Okay. And so so let's do that. And I consistently put it on there. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen here so people can uh, follow right yep. along. Yep. Let's see. Author I'll Central. I'll walk you through the entire process. All right. So, uh, where am I? Where am I going here? So, Author Central page. Okay. So, so uh, you want to go to? Yep. Blog feed. Yep. That's it right there. Now take your blog feed, and you can uh, add an RSS feed. I forget what my RSS feed link is. So it's but usually like www dot whatever your whatever your stuff is. If it's Libsyn, if it's whatever, it's usually Libsyn dot com, Podbean dot com, dot com. No, I, I, I self I self host. Um, oh, of course you do because you're Super Joe. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> uh, let's see, destinations. There you go. Feed slash podcast. Boom. Add. It takes twenty four hours for it to populate. There we Roughly. go. Roughly, it takes twenty four. Roughly, that actually probably needs to be updated because oh, that so what you, probably doesn't exist anymore. The way so what you do it, is you click on like view, like you can view your author central page and see what your author central page looks like, and it'll populate every single episode. Literally, it'll populate hmm. every single episode for you. Yep, that's awesome. That is that is yep. super helpful. Where's that? Where is the view button at? Am I missing it? Um, you would have to go to whatever your, um, whatever your book, whatever. I, mean, your, I could just go. Uh, I could just copy and paste it. Yep. Yeah. Whatever your link. There whatever you your. It's linked. Yep. Cool. 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 Yeah, and I'll, I'll have to update my blog one too because that that that's an old web page. Yep. Um, and yeah, that's awesome. And 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 on your author central page. There's an there's a way that you can also create um, events. It gives you an option to create like an event of wherever you're speaking. So every time uh, I'm speaking somewhere, yeah, every time I'm speaking somewhere, it gives me uh, you know I I put in wherever I'm going. Oh, whatever it was visit and it was right there in front of me the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you it's know, you always look, I always look for like the top corner or whatever. It's like, hey, I oh, yeah. view things, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so but, you can uh, edit, you can huh. edit, and all that stuff. You know, whatever, that whatever you awesome. need to. I am definitely going to spend some more time in there. Yeah, now, absolutely. Now I have a bunch of free time in my hands. Yeah, so um, so that's what people see when when they see your books, or whatever they click on it, or or it comes up on a search. Yep. Um, you know, it'll have Amazon Author Central. Then your show comes up. You know, which is awesome. That is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Th- thank you for that. Um, RSS feeds are amazing. So what email do you use? Do you use AWeber, Constant Contact, MailChimp, uh, MailerLite? MailChimp. MailChimp. Okay. So AWeber, Constant Contact, and MailChimp have an option for you to use what's called an RSS feed email campaign. Most people don't even know this exists. So is it like auto-generating an email from it, your blog post? Yes. Oh, awesome. It auto generates an email from either your blog or your podcast. And when another, when an episode is, or a blog post is uploaded, it automatically triggers an email to your email list. It's called an RSS feed email campaign. You set it up and then it gives you an option to put in some, some 
preliminary information like mm-hmm. like hey and then do you want the name or do you just want hey ho let's go like what do you want it to say right yeah yeah and then you put in like you know you put in a signature you put it you know whatever you want right but in the the meat of it is your show note like your information mm. like whatever's whatever it sends to apple is going to send to the email hey guys just uploaded a new podcast so your preliminary is like hey everybody uploaded a new podcast i hope you enjoy it here's the details below boom and then the details below are filled in by your rss feed which has all of your data in it oh that's awesome it definitely makes it very easy uh yep. yeah yep. that that is very helpful that that's most awesome, people don't Sean. even know that exists uh i used to use a oh this is we're going way back now uh a wordpress plugin that that had like a way to send out an automated email every time you put together a new post um so i i'd forgot that things like that existed um but yeah no that that would be very helpful everything you know every step that you can take audit the, to automate the process oh, especially when you're a one person band uh yep. it just makes it so much more like comfortable uh and easy on yourself to not be like okay now i wrote the post now i need to write the email they go with the post and like it just it just turns into like that many more steps and when it turns into more steps it turns into more like i'm probably not going to do all this every time right so that's awesome another another way that you can you can uh leverage your email which is which i think is is really nobody's well i can't say nobody because it's always going to be somebody so besides the rss feed email campaigns uh you can you can absolutely podcast swap with people mm-hmm. right so the way that you do that through email is you create it you create a post that you and somebody else is like let's say it's me and you right so we're yep. going to be on each other's show right around the same time right mm-hmm. so an email comes out that says hey everybody um I'm, I'm hacking Sean Douglas's like, here's my, here's my, Hey, what's up Joe's email list. This is Sean Douglas from life transformation radio. And I'm taking over Joe's, uh, Joe's email list. And da, 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 and I send an email, not, not me, you yeah, do, yeah. but, but I'm sending an email from, I'm like, I'm hacking his list and, da, 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 <laughs> and listen to my show. Cause Joe was amazing on my show. And it's an email like from me, but you send it through your list. And then same thing. Hey, I don't know what kind of list Sean has, but let me tell you, I'm going to take it over. And here's what I want you guys to know. And, you know, and, and you basically in the third person, you know, hack the guy's list. And so we've done that a couple of times with some guys and, and the feedback's like, wait, what? Like, I th- I, wait, am I on Joe's list now? Like what's going on? <laughs> and, they're, and they're super confused. And then it's listen to the show here, right? Listen to the guy. This is Joe's information, you know? And so, hey guys, I need you to come hang out with me, and you know, and all that stuff, right? And then at the bottom, it's like, "P.S. Here's Joe's information." Da, 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 da. Thank you. And then, you know, so it's it's just kind of a funny, like, wait, what's going on? And then <laughs> they kind of get the joke at the end. So you do the same thing with podcasts. Um, what I do for a couple of people is I'll pay whatever, and it depends. You know, uh, the going rate right now is about twenty five dollars to seventy five dollars per one thousand downloads for like podcast advertising. And so that's kind of the going rate right now, but I'm glad to pay, you know, a hundred to $200 on somebody's podcast for a 30 second commercial, you know, to say, Hey, this is Sean Douglas from life transformation radio. And you're right now listening to super Joe's podcast and subscribe to his show and my show life transformation radio, wherever you listen to podcasts. And without further ado, here's super Joe, you know, something like that. Yeah. 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 I say, Hey, here's, you're listening to, you know, whoever's podcast, whoever's the host and be sure to subscribe to both of our shows. Make sure you uh, rate and review each time you listen to an episode so that we both know as hosts, how well we're doing. And without further ado, here is the host. And so people have done that on my show. I've done that on their show. If you're not advertising on each other's podcasts, you're highly missing out on some great branding and some great advertising opportunities. And most podcasters that I talk to don't think about, well, that's competition and not a, because it's a, it's a real thing, right? Like I'm going to, I'm going to do it on yours. You're going to do it on mine. Some hosts were like, hell no. I'm like, well then do it on mine. Yeah, I'll do it on yours. Cool, man. 200 bucks. Let's do it. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, advertise on my show. Let's do it. 200 bucks. They're like, Okay. You know, like you have an opportunity to pod to, to, to advertise on somebody else's podcast. Like why wouldn't I do that? Because other podcast listeners listen to other podcasts. 
They don't just yeah. listen to well, one. Yeah, podcast, right. I mean, they're right? they're podcast listeners, so it, it's a it's right. a thing that like they already are in the know to know. So there's all you know. So it, it makes sense to uh, to tap into that market. And uh, Larry said, "Looks like I got kicked out of the crib." <laughs> uh, so I, you know, normally I would be in the room right next to me in the laundry room uh, to get away from the upstairs office because my daughter would just come in, or if not, she'd just be like, "Can I come in? Can I come in?" Uh, you know, because it's right next to her room. So um, now that it's a little bit warmer out, I'm able to come out here in the garage uh, and actually sit down versus having to stand up for an hour, two hours, three hours at a right. time um, recording and doing calls and things downstairs without having to be like in the living room or something like that where, you know, people are trying to watch TV or something. Yep. But uh, but yeah, so I, I'm out here. I mean, I, I got arcade games out here. It's, it's fun. <laughs> awesome. Like My car's sitting in front of me. It's, uh, you know, we do what we got to do because we got kids, you know, it's that's just yep. the way of life. Um, yeah, but so uh so yeah so i i i absolutely agree i know um for a long time there there was a lot of podcast uh swapping networks where they would do like you know these commercials at the end of podcasts uh for you to like hey if you love listening to life transformation radio you would absolutely love dreamers podcast uh with me super joe pardo and we talk about business lessons it's where business meets life blah 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 and all of that it's oh larry says it digs the paintball that's actually not a pinball machine it's actually a pitch and bat machine uh because i just fell in love with them as a kid and had to have one and there's a funny story around that that uh maybe someday i'll tell you larry when when i'm not (laughs) not on the air uh (laughs) but but yeah so so yeah so i um I, you know, there, there's a lot of those things where it's like, even if you have been podcasting for a long time, and I've been podcasting since 2014, you know, you, you tend to forget some of these things uh, as time goes on because, mm-hmm. you, you know, you, you get kind of in the weeds with doing other things or like, uh, you know, you start focusing on like writing the book or books, yep. uh, you know, and it just, you know, you kind of it kind of fades from from the picture. So it's good to have these reminders. Um, if you have any questions while you're watching and listening, uh, please add them to the Facebook chat. I would love to I would love to take a crack at him. Sean would love to take a crack. At him. He was saying, yep. uh, you know, he, he would like to see a uh was it a, a case study that we could put yep. together right here live in the next uh 30 minutes of the show because we're only going to about nine o'clock tonight eastern time um yep. in the meantime i do want to plug the conference uh in the indie PodCon independent podcast conference which is happening september 24th to the 26th uh right outside of philadelphia you know i'm hoping that that we're able to to not have to push it back or turn it into a virtual conference um so if if you would like to still, you know, get invested and, and come hang out with a bunch of awesome people, uh, we're doing three to four hundred people at the event this year. It's a single track conference where you're in the room with us. Uh, you know, one one room, everybody's there. You're rubbing elbows with all kinds of great podcasters, uh, veteran podcasters, new podcasters, making great long-term relationships. If you want to save 10% on your ticket, go to indiepodcon.com slash register and use promo code IPP to save 10%. And if you want to get some merch uh, while you're over on the IndiePod website, go to indiepodcon.com slash shop. Check out all the stuff. You save 10% using code IPP as well. Uh, we feed you at this conference. You you get lunch uh, at this conference. So not only are you getting to rub elbows with these people in the room, you're getting to go and have lunch with them uh, right there in the hotel. And it's it's uh, it's a really intimate experience that uh, you're hanging out with like three to four hundred of your closest friends that you just haven't met yet. And with that said, if you want to flex your muscles, we are still looking for speakers uh, up until the end of the month here. Uh, so if you want to speak, go to IndiePodCon.com slash apply and you can apply to be a speaker. I'll be making uh, the announcement of the speakers on April 15th. So uh, just get registered before the end of the month. And that I got mine in. You, yes, you, you did. And uh, I got look, mine in. I'm looking forward to it. I, you know what I'm looking forward to this year is the fact that I don't have to be the one that picks all the speakers. I have a team <laughs> around me now uh, of, of six nice. great people. Uh, who have so graciously lent their lending their time to help make this conference that much bigger, that much better, and that much 
just more fulfilling for everybody involved, um, including myself, because I'm I was literally doing I'm like vlog. You know, if you haven't been there, I'm like I'm vlogging, I'm hosting it, I'm running the slideshows, I'm running the sound, mm-hmm. I'm running the video recording, I'm running the back wow. of the room, uh, all at once. And and the only thing I wasn't really doing was like the registration table, which I was sometimes I was doing that as right. well, uh, and the timer, like set resetting the timer, uh, so. Yeah, it's we have a team now. We we're getting volunteers. We're going to be putting out for volunteers soon. Uh, so if, if that's I'll volunteer that volunteer too, that that's that I'm I need to put that. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Sean. <laughs> uh, we will be putting out a call for for volunteers. Um, and yeah. if you would like to sponsor Indie Podcom, because you know there's going to be, I I really feel like there might end up being a, a big pen up, uh, you know demand for for live conferences come come september uh depending how things shake yes. out here uh you know the and you want to sponsor it go to indiepodcon.com slash partners uh we have a number of partners that i'm working with right now to get signed up and and on board uh worst case scenario we will be doing a uh, a lot you know doing it live stream over the internet um and and we will we will make all that happen uh i just did a, a town hall two nights ago uh back on monday and and explained that like that this is very much still happening with this there's no way that there's not going to be some kind of an event going on um and if you haven't joined us our group one last plug join our group it's been growing we're almost at 800 members now uh just back when we changed the name back in september right after uh mapcon 5 we were at like about 400 members and now we're just about to hit 800 members just six months later. So go to IndiePodCon.com slash group. Join the conversation. Join the IndiePod family. All right. So uh, do we have any questions? Let me see here. There's a few comments that I got to look through. Uh, we need we need a producer for this show. That's what we... <laughs> to do this kind of stuff all right so um so we don't at the moment but if you if you have any questions about hacking your podcast uh for more growth uh please throw the questions in in the uh in the chat in on facebook live it would be great to uh to get some more questions here on the in the final half of the indie pod podcast um sean what what got you into podcasting what what uh where like where did this this itch come from yeah, I absolutely, uh, I absolutely love that. And uh, I knew where the behavior was going. I knew where the attention was going. I knew where the media was going. So I, I've been, so I study um, cognitive behavior. And as a resilience trainer, uh, it's something that I, I just look at people's behavior. And I knew as people started, basically, once you hear three to five people talk about something, very close together, it's starting to take shape. And if you've ever heard of the um, the innovation, uh, you ever heard of the innovation theory, law of innovation theory? Mm-hmm. So, so basically, what happens is the first five percent of the people that join those are your those are your early early adopters. They 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 basically stand in line for ten hours for the first ever you know, iPhone X or whatever the newest crate, like whatever is brand, brand, brand new about to come out. They are the first in line and the first to do everything. Once you have more than five or so percent and it goes up to 10 to 12%, then you've got early, early majority An early majority of people will start to have all of their people around them. Have it. They have to have it, like all that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Then once you reach a tipping point of about 16%, then the majority of everybody and it's 30% majority and 30% um, like, like your late majority. Right. So then you have your laggers, which is like everybody else. And the only reason that, that they go to podcasts is because maybe the news isn't available anymore. And maybe they, the only reason they have, they don't have a horse and carriage is because they're not Amish, uh, you know, because cars are everywhere. Right. I mean, literally they have to do they, – they don't have a MySpace anymore because MySpace has literally got shut down. They don't have an AOL anymore because AOL is shut down. Otherwise, they'd have it, right? Yep, yep. They're the guys with a Hotmail email. You know, <laughs> those are the laggards. So I knew that more and more people were talking about podcasting. More and more people were talking about where it was going. And I said, you know what? I got to get in on it. Like, this is what's happening. So in 2017, I created Life Transformation Radio with a theme, with a monetization strategy already a part of the show. And I 
addressed the fact that I didn't want to be a podcast like everybody else knows podcasts want to get ahead of the curve. So I use blog talk radio because my show was done live. I don't edit an episode. It has a radio feel to it. The show is called life transformation radio. And I started the show with the intention of syndicating after two to three years of being on the air so that I could syndicate to FM stations nationwide. And that's what I, that's what I'm working on right now is syndication. So right now I've got about 16 FM stations that are going to sign up. Um, just working on the package and then I'll be on 16 FM stations, uh, across the United States. So, uh, life transformation radio is gonna, at the end of this year, be everywhere. I'm on every single podcatcher. early on. You had to uh, apply to Google. You had to apply to iHeartRadio. You had to apply to like Spreaker. If you're, if you didn't have a, a show with them. So my show is on Spotify. Tune in doesn't even pull or Alexa doesn't even pull from tune in anymore, which, um, they used to pull from uh tune in whenever you say, Hey, Alexa play, whatever podcast would say, you know, listening from tune in now iTunes is pulled from Alexa. So there's that, um, I'm on everywhere, every single place. And then, um, um, I have two more shows that are coming out. One I'm creating right now, uh, which is going to be great, great content. I actually stopped the launch and I'm going to move it to probably April or May. I was launching right now at the end of the end of the month. But I need more data because this is too juicy. The show is going to be called Failed Dinner Conversations. <sighs> and it's going to be all about dinner conversations that you had that did not go well. And with everybody quarantined right now, I'm going to have a lot more content than I already do. Because <laughs> I was going to do it now after Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, and Valentine's Day. Because usually Valentine's Day is a real bad time for dinner. Especially if you ask the girl to the dinner and she plans on breaking up with you and you wanted to ask her to marry you, which actually happened. So, uh, so that, there's that. And I have a third podcast launching at the end of this year or beginning of 2021, probably 2021. So, uh, I just, this is where the media is right now and it's not going to change. It's going to evolve. Mm -hmm. Right. So this is going to evolve. We've seen in 2004 where where iPods came out and it was for Apple to put podcasts on, but it didn't work that way. Everybody put their music on it. Mm -hmm. And anything that we do that we think is going to take hold, usually wait 10 years. Because in 2004, people like, oh, my God, MySpace is so good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then people like, well, maybe this isn't so great. And now, 10 years later in 2014, all of a sudden you've got Facebook. Instagram's coming out. Twitter starts to take hold, right? I mean, you've got all these digital platforms. So if you look at what people are coming out with, okay, and it and it kind of is okay, but it kind of takes hold. It's not real viral. Wait 10 years. I, I don't know what it is, but if you look at anything, if you wait 10 years, all of a sudden it becomes crazy. You look at cars, you look at anything, but podcasts is the media right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, well, I wrote about that in my first book about how it starts with, uh, it starts with nerds and filters the geeks and then, uh, filters the, to the mainstream, uh, and, and it filters the celebrities. Yeah. And, and it just, um, so yeah, things do generally take upwards of 10 years to, to really start to take hold. Sometimes it takes a two, sometimes it takes two times, you know, there's, yeah, there's, right. there's, cause there's a bubble, right? Like video games had a bubble right yep. in the eighties. Yep. So it, it took a second, you know, a second coming at that point, uh, to yep. really, to really take off. Um, so yeah, and, and you know, on, even on the radio, they're talking about podcasts all the time. 100%. Like you listen to, I listen to WIP all the time, uh, the sports talk radio here in Philly, and um, they they mention the word podcast probably about three to four or five times an hour, uh, whether it's through commercials promoting it or their guests coming on. They're like, oh, you gotta listen to you know the the Eagles Nation Radio or you know Bleed Green Radio or whatever it is, and um get our podcast so it's it's definitely something that uh you know not everybody i think understands how to get them yet uh on the on the people side and i still feel like it might still be a little bit before that happens uh and that's one of the reasons why i think spotify is so much heavily investing in it because they're trying Mm -hmm. to like oh it's not a podcast it's just spotify like i just go I, i just get it out of there and trying to change that like that mentality of it um, you know, Eric yep. Hunley, what's up, Eric? He says, uh, the average overnight cessation is 10 years. Um, now Stephen Green says, do you ever survive, survive, survey your listeners, subscribers to see what they want 
at po- as podcast topics all the time all the time all the time all the time, all the time. How, how are you going about doing the survey so i either ask him on my show or i ask him in my facebook group mm-hmm. or um you know when i'm at podcast events you know i'm like hey who's listening to my show like like what do you think could uh could not really be improved but what would you like to see different yeah right yeah and then definitely. and then you just go from there you know, and, and and literally, I can name probably outside of celebrities, maybe 10 or 12 podcasters who actually get feedback from their audience. Like literally, they will have a blog and show notes and a website and all that stuff. And people are leaving comments. You know mm. what I mean? Guys like Joe Polish. You know, not a lot of people know who Joe Polish is, but he, he is one of the le- world's smartest leading marketers on the planet. And, uh, and his podcast, I love marketing is amazing. And, you know, he, he talks about, he's like, I had a conversation with a guy who left a review on our, in in our group, like in our, um, uh, you know, on our website, in our Facebook chat, you know, so he's got chats and everything set up. So there's, there's ways to yes, get the, get the feedback. But I would say 90% of podcasters have no idea who their audience is. They have no idea what data their audience is giving them. They have no idea outside of the eventual review or rating what their audience even likes about their show. There's there's just, there's no way to do it. So the best way to do it is go to networking events, go to podcast events, um, you know, open up a Facebook group and, and get that feedback continually ask for feedback. Be like, Hey, I just dropped this episode. Please give me your feedback or send in what you think we should be listening to. Again, your email list is going to be the best way to do that as well. Through your RSS feed email campaigns, you get some feedback from there. I get some feedback, you know, through my email campaigns, email is still the number one way to reach anybody. And it's not going away anytime soon. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> so I, you know, I, that makes me feel really good because I do get a lot of feedback from my listeners and and from my, you know, friends that uh, I've become friends because of my show yep. over the course of the years, and um, I and having a a, a core central set of people that i've i've gone back to several times and being like mm-hmm. hey look i'm thinking about doing this with the show what what do you think like what's your what's your input and you know they're like legit listeners um but they're also close friends and they're not afraid to like you know let me know right. like hey joe i you know there's one point uh you know one of my listeners was like i hate the fact that you've taken your show and you've whittled it down to 20 minutes because my commute is 35 minutes and i don't want to start another episode even though there's plenty of episodes to listen to in your catalog, uh, I don't want to start another episode in the middle of my commute. So, and and I and yeah. I as a completionist myself, I totally get it. I I it's one of the reasons why I don't get to listen to, to podcasts in general because my commute to the shop is is like fifteen minutes. So most of the time, I'm either listening to music or listening to WIP to see what's up with sports. Though now that's out yep. the window, so um, you know, right. <laughs> that, well, I'm stuck here, so it's yeah. Uh, average podcast, way. average podcast episode right now is sixty six minutes. Yeah, yeah, and and I mean these shows are an hour, and here and the re- here's the reason why I stopped editing, right? So when I when I got started, I was all about the editing and making my guests sound great, making me sound great, and and it just was like it, it just be once I had my daughter, I was like I ain't got time for this. Like it is what it is. I'm not spending yep. two hours to save you a minute and a half of an hour long podcast. Like it doesn't make any sense. Um. Right. So yeah. So I I. You know, I, I I applaud you for for stepping up and not doing the editing, uh, because it, 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 you know unless you're you know there's there's a time and place for it for certain types of shows. Uh, I I think there's a, a you know good place for that. Nope. But I disagree, hundred percent disagree. So doc, you don't think, think documentary I, I, shows? You don't I think, think? I think I, I think you cut yourself short. You think documentary shows shouldn't be edited? I don't story based story based story shows should not be edited. Where you're like you're telling a fan fiction, or you're telling a, I I think that has there's a place for it, but interviews not so much unless unless you're like uh, here's my format, it's a five minute format, and we're gonna have an hour long conversation, and I'm intentionally going to clip it for whatever the reason being, I I don't know what like why or what audience or whatever, but like I'm intentionally gonna fit this hour long conversation into five or ten or fifteen twenty minutes or whatever it is. We could always repurpose it, you know, that way. But well, yeah, to that too so so true crime and dramas 
Um, I don't, I know nothing about, I don't listen to that. I, I know it's one of the top rated podcasts, uh, genres, you know, usually comedy, true crime, drama, like stuff like that. Right. But usually the top rated ones, a lot of people are like, Oh my God, I love the show. It's all about this true crime. And it's all about this. Like that's, that's awesome. Um, I don't listen to it. However, m- my mind, if I was to do one, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I would just literally write the script and then read the script and not just make stuff up as I go. Again, I don't know what they do behind the scenes, but in my mind, if I'm going to be a professional podcaster, I'm going to um, make sure that I write the script and then read the script and then have all my sound effects and everything ready to go. So that's one cut all the way ready to go. Then again, I've already tested it like three or four times. I've already done dry runs and it's not my first time recording, you know, doing this. Right. So if I create an episode, I'm going to do it three or four times, just not, maybe not like an hour long, but I'm, but I'm going to like test certain things like, okay, I'm going to do a button here. So, um, let me have a sound effect here. So I'll read this. Boom. Okay. That worked. Okay, cool. That sounds cool. And then once I've rehearsed a couple of times, boom, now I'm going to do it. Now it might take a lot of time. I don't know. I've never done true crime and drama and whatever. I don't know how they work and I don't listen to them. Right. So, but Eric is saying that, that not editing could be short-sighted. I highly disagree. And here's why. If you're doing a, a, you know, let's say you edit the show. I think that you, you, you miss out. I think that you miss out because you, if you're so worried about ahs and ums and ahs, you know, whatever, you know, one, you haven't prepped your guest. Two, you're not a, if you are the one doing uh, um, uh, whatever. Number three, you missed the opportunity to take the mess ups and create a blooper reel from that and put it on your show as a breakup, as a pattern interrupt every, let's say, 20 to 30 episodes you release. And maybe it's on your 25th episode yeah, is a blooper I've, reel. I've done that. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why is somebody so hung up? I think that if you get hung up on the editing of the show and the professionalism of the show, I think that you take away one, the, the, or the organic, the conversation. People don't like it to be scripted. Number two, I think that you lose sight of what you're actually doing a podcast for, and it is to give value. If you're more worried about what your show sounds like because somebody said, um, or the dogs, like my dogs got in a fight on the show and you can hear them like growling and barking and going <laughs> at it, right? I left it in there and I talked about it. I'm like, my dogs are literally fighting right now. Like I literally have to bring up a dog fight. So, uh, you know, let's go do this. And I literally left the mic on and I was like, knock it up. And I was like screaming at the dogs and <laughs> pulled them apart. And, you know, they ran away and whatever. I was like, okay, I'm back, you know. Um, but I didn't interrupt. The, I, let, I asked a question. The guest was answering the question. I said, I have to go break up a dog fight. Uh, what do you think about this? And you heard that mic drop. And then, and then I went and people are going to be listening to her, listening to the dogs in the background, you know, but I potentially left it in there, you know, so you could create a blooper reel, but it shows the authenticity of the show. However, comma, you cannot on the flip side, do a show from a cell phone or from earbuds. Like, to have a professional podcast, you have to have the equipment. You have to have the sound. I mean, really, I know people that'll sit through an episode going, okay, where's the nuggets? Where's the nuggets? Come on, I'm hunting. Who will not sit through an episode if your audio is atrocious? Right. They're just yes. like, I'm not even sitting through this. Click. I don't care how valuable your show is. I don't care if you're laying down million dollar strategies, if it cuts in and out, if it's fuzzy, if they can barely hear you, they will not listen to the episode. Conversely, they will listen to the episode and hunt for that goat. If you have a professional sounding podcast, if you, if you're worried about the ahs and ums and the little things and the, the little banter back and forth, if you want to cut that out, um, I think that you're, I, I don't want to say hurting the show, but I think that that authenticity and the organic emotion that the show is creating, like right now, I think hurts. That's just my opinion. Hmm. So, I mean, there's a ton of comments going back and forth here. And, uh, you know, creating a blooper reel is a form of editing. I also wanted to to drop in and say, you know, uh, like those true, true crime, the documentary style stuff, like you're cutting and editing like, the the conversations into like the timeline of the show okay like, yeah so so like that is a form so that, of editing yeah. like you sure. the editing you're really talking about is like um 
let me take that out right like that yep. and i totally believe me it, to me it's not really worth it um it, uh, right. there's another um so I, I, you know i i get that <laughs> and and but there is another side of editing that is kind of required if you're going to per, do those types of shows where mm -hmm. it's it's a um it's it's a it's a audio drama or or a documentary of some sort like because you imagine like 2020 like not editing <laughs> they just didn't edit anything at all they were just like we shot oh, 160 yeah. hours and then yeah we just you're just gonna play 160 hours and, <laughs> you know they didn't it's all out of order and it's just, a, it's just yeah a, like there's no storyline to it because well, that's about, a little that's like, like heavy that's like heavy editing oh yeah yeah, yeah. so and like heavy so like so he whatever. was he was really like a hothead yes he was a hothead <laughs> like yeah right <laughs> so like for example you know somebody who's really heavily into editing they love to edit the show would have edited out our conversation prior to this about like coronavirus and surviving an earthquake and like some other stuff. Right. And they said, well, that has nothing to do with the podcast. Let me edit that stuff out. And like, they would have chopped like 15 minutes of that stuff out of there and never aired it. Never like, you know, whatever, Yep. you know, um, that's how I, Steve jobs lost documentary. It was because they, they, they interviewed him for like an hour and then they only used like a minute of, of footage with him. And then right. the rest would just disappear until somebody found it in their garage. Right. hundred percent. So uh, when I talk about editing, I'm literally talking about uh, you have a show and you have to, obviously you have to splice in your, your intro. You have to splice in your outro. You know, that's, that's got it. Uh, but what I'm talking about is I didn't like what, what you said just about, about Steve jobs, because I don't like Steve jobs. I'm going to edit all that out. I don't want that in my show. Uh, you said, I'm um, like 84 times. I'm going to edit out each and every, um, uh, you also had a, had a large break between your answer and the question that I asked. So I'm going to edit out that five seconds of a break while you were thinking about like that type of editing is annoying. I would never do that. But I also think that you, that you ruin the, the organic, the emotional, the right. Some people edit out swearing. Some people edit out like, okay, yes, there is a time and place for the editing. Like you just said, yep. But if you're having an interview podcast, I don't script interviews. I don't like scripted interviews. Um, a lot of people will send me like I'll be up. I'm, I'm on a show probably, I don't know, 60 times a year. And the guys who are like, what do you want to talk about on the show? I'm like, well, let's talk about what your show's about. Let's talk about what the audience needs. Or I get this. Yeah, here's the questions I'm going to ask you. I'm like, that's cool. I'm not even going to look at them. I'm not going to prepare my answers. I'm not. He's like, I need you to be prepared. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I don't. Not, I don't either. <laughs> I'm not gonna prepare. I'm not gonna prepare answers. He's like, you're not gonna prepare your answers. I'm like, no. I want it to be in the moment, authentic, because my answer might change. My podcast episode might be in two weeks, and I might go through a life transformation where my answers have now changed from that moment. And maybe I don't believe what I said. You know what I mean? So, I think that there is a time and place for editing, sure. But I. But I would rather, as an organic, real conversation, I ask three questions. That's it. And the rest is an organic conversation. And the same questions are always asked because it's the theme of the show. Anything outside of that is very, 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 very organic. Right? So conversation. And I even branded my show, Conversations That Transform, which tells you that my show is not an interview. It is the conversation. I, you know, I, I think there's also something big to be said there that, you know, in most cases, the, the interviews that you're going to be on or, or, or conducting are, are like, say, 20, 30, 45 or 60 minutes or sometimes even longer. Right. So you you don't really need to prepare as much as like, OK, you're going to be on the news. You're going to have a minute and a half and you got to have the perfect <laughs> answer, because when we go to you like, that's it. Like, we're going to cut you off if you just keep talking. Yep. Um, yep. it's I've been on the news like that. It sucks, right? So, and and I and I'm sure you, uh, Sean, have like the, some prepared answers for like how do people connect with you? How do you know? Sure, you know your your bio, though, depending on where the story sure. is, depending on who you're being interviewed by, depending on what the question is, it's going to change a little bit depending on like what details you're going to give in that interview. Versus yep. just being like, here's my prepared statement about where I was five years ago when I decided <laughs> to become a podcaster because blah, 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 blah. Like, yep. that's 100%. not, yeah, you don't want to be that guy. 
you don't right. now if you're on the news you, you need to be like i know i gotta know now exactly the question i gotta know the question so i can give exactly the answer and give exactly how people can get in touch with me because i got a minute they have to get in and out and uh maybe three minutes if you're lucky but um but yeah so it it's just it's just absolutely different uh eric says these things are not mutually exclusive i ask unique questions of every guest and chase many a rabbit hole or rabbit trail I also afterwards and Eric does uh, he does like eight to ten hours of of uh, prep work on each guest. Uh, oh, yeah. Research. Oh, prep work's huge. Yeah. yeah I mean, he huge. he is he I mean, I never did that for my, you know, for my shows, um, but he he just absolutely nails it and goes for like the questions that like you didn't answer that on the show. You didn't answer it here in this blog interview. You didn't answer right. it here. It's not in your right. bio. I want to know, like, right. you know. I would never get to that, like be to that level, because I, I want to have those natural conversations that um, where I don't like I don't know you and I don't know what you're doing and and just genuine curiosity. Uh, Benjamin Mall, what's up, Ben? Uh, a lot of times for interviews, I'll prep the first and last question and let the conversation flow as much as possible, but having an ending uh, for a hard out. That's not a terrible thing, especially if you, you know, don't want your show to run two or three hours, <laughs> two or three yeah. hours as I've well, been trapped into it at times. Well, apparently it's OK to have a two or three hour show because Joe Rogan does it all the time. But then it is Joe Rogan. So it's like he's not really a good case study. <laughs> yeah, but so. it's also, it also depends on who he's interviewing. Right. So like, right. if you know, you want like when he interviewed um like John Carmack, like I want like growing up as a Doom and Quake fan, like I yep. want to know as much as I possibly can out of John yep. Carmack because he's not going to be interviewed every day all over the place. Right. 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 So it's True. like you get you get it when you can and you get as much as you yep. can elon musk like he's not going to be interviewed to that length by anybody but yep. joe gets to do it and that's core and that's great so it just depends on the person because it's like there's no there's no such thing as too long right just too boring and, and that's boring, yeah. yeah so that's the whole thing it's like he keeps it interesting and then he chops it up and makes his like joe rogan clips and then the clips are eight ten minutes long each and he's getting millions and millions of views racking it up because people are interested yep. in the people he's having they're interested in him yep. Yep. it's it's a it's a win-win situation for him <laughs> yep absolutely i've got two more uh, marketing hacks and things that i do for my show and then uh, right. i'll leave it to you all right so great, go very quick, number one that has really blown it up is the Facebook ad strategy that I use is $3 a day for seven days. And you're targeting the lowest um, the lowest amount of people you can. Like not like a million or five or 10 or 100 million or whatever because Facebook has that little dial and it says it's either too broad, which is a good thing, or too or not uh, uh too broad or uh, too uh too small too or narrow. What they call it? Nah, too narrow. narrow yeah so narrow so narrow is really good right so you want to get the needle all the way to the left as possible without facebook you know telling you no you can't do that so usually i target podcasts and then i target a topic of the show suicide uh i've had entrepreneurs all the time on the show business so i'll be like entrepreneurs wow 500 million delete uh, what did we talk about on the show? We talked about podcasts always. And we talked about, let's say it's digital marketing. So I go to digital marketing. I'm like, oh, okay, that's only a $5 million. Okay, cool. How can I get that down more? So my goal is to get that as down as possible. Once I do, I take out a Facebook ad for $3 a day for seven days, $21. What I do is I, I, talk, I give the show notes a little bit of the episode. I say, listen to it here. It goes to a website with a Facebook pixel. So I pixel the audience. I then, for the first week, I run the ad. For the third week, I then retarget that pixeled audience for a $3 a day, or yeah, $3 a day, seven days, so another $21. So now you're $42 total for ads. And I will always reach about a 2,400-person audience. Out of that 2,400-person audience, I get about 1,000 people who actually click and get pixeled. Out of that 1,000 people on my website, I've got programs, products, services, whatever, and I've gotten, in this this year, I've gotten three clients who I've launched their podcast for. That's 1400 and some odd dollars, just base, just base price. And then it goes, if you want a website, whatever else. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So I've gotten three clients that way. I've gotten thousands of people onto my show. My email list has grown by thousands of people and I've literally spent maybe $42 a month on a Facebook ad. So you pixel them and then you retarget the pixeled audience. So you're basically dwindling down your numbers just by people not taking action, Mm -hmm. but you're giving them the most valuable content, the easiest way to listen, the easiest way to subscribe, like just make it stupid easy for them. And then you give them something for free. You know, launch your podcast in 30 days, free download, how to do it, you know, a little whatever. Or like if, if, if Joe's sitting here going, um, here's how I started my podcast, you give him like a one sheet on how you did it or how to use StreamYard, which is what you're using or right. So free download, bada boom, the ads, like the ads is huge. Mm. No, I love that. I, I, you know, I think, uh, I think there's a lot of, uh, of a lot has that has become demystified with the ads uh, mm-hmm. compared to just like three, four, five years ago. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I definitely agree. I think that being able to spend twenty one dollars and have a plan uh, for how much you're going to spend and not just go down a rabbit hole of spending uh, a limitless amounts of money and and then being like, oh crap, now I got to pay the bill. Uh, is is that's solid, man? That's great, really great advice. There you go, man. That's 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 literally the biggest. I say the biggest push was through those ads, right? And uh, and to to just to close out those those hacks, man. Uh, you got to create audiograms, and sometimes you can use an audiogram as the Facebook ad because technically it's a video, right? Mm-hmm. So you create an audiogram, and there's two ways to do it. You can go to headliner. And create it through headliner. You can go to audiogram and create an audiogram there, or you can use a software called repurpose.io. And yep. repurpose.io is made for my buddy Hani Mora, yep, who is a great guy. Excellent. Oh my God. Excellent, excellent friend, excellent human. Um, yep. he's one of my favorite people on the planet. We have conversations all the time. And uh, if you haven't used repurpose, it's absolutely incredible. I repurpose all of my Facebook lives to YouTube. Yep. I repurpose all of my podcast episodes into an audiogram automatically to a different YouTube channel, uh, which is my podcast channel. But uh, all of my all of my episodes get a three minute audiogram of of the same three minutes. Like, what is your why, or what is your transformational moment? Which is two of the questions I ask. And so I'm always consistent. Consistency is what's going to build listener habits. Mm-hmm. So audiograms you can use for Facebook ads, but take those ads out too and just keep doing that over and over and over again and your show is going to blow up. So go back and listen to this whole thing because we dropped some crazy nuggets (laughs) that people are just not doing. People didn't even know that RSS feed email campaigns existed. Well, the first one, the RSS feed in the Amazon. uh, Amazon. Apparently I knew because I did have it. I had it for my old (laughs) blog, but I haven't been there and updated. So thank you for the reminder. Again, when you don't, when you aren't in it every single day or, you know, because you're going down multiple paths of of trying to get everything, it's it starts to become a little like, oh, I forgot about that. And I forgot about this. And I need to go back and do yep. that. And I and I remember yep. that that was a thing, but I wasn't yep. I didn't put my focus in that area. So I, I, I it just fell through the cracks. Uh, so thank you so much, Sean, for bringing uh, bringing all that to the table. Uh, I really appreciate you and I appreciate everybody taking the time to listen and watch live here on the Facebook live. We, uh, we do this every Wednesday night at 8 PM Eastern, uh, here in the Facebook group. If you're not part of the Facebook group, you totally should be a part of the Facebook group. If you're watching this outside the Facebook group, go to indiepodcon.com slash group. That'll drop you right into the Facebook group. Click the, uh, add button and you'll get approved within, within hours usually uh and i uh, you know if you uh want to join us september 24th to the 26th uh 2020 assuming everything goes goes the way it's supposed to uh here in the philadelphia area go to indiepodcon.com uh if you go to indiepodcon.com slash register you save 10 percent using code ipp uh when you go to check out for your ticket uh sean i really appreciate you taking the time tonight uh to be to be here despite the coronavirus uh an earthquake and uh being being in a hotel room with your kids yeah all good man you're doing amazing amazing things man we got a lot of mutual friends in the podcast world uh I'm, i'm i'm pumped i was supposed to be at your event last year but uh you know life happens and i was actually speaking somewhere else 
um, <laughs> which which was kind of a last minute date because I was really hoping to come see uh, Jeremy Ryan Slate and my buddy Robert Thibodeau. Uh, you know, see see my two buddies come and speak at the event, but uh, you know, I got booked to speak somewhere else. So uh, I've got my calendar clear for this year for the twenty uh, fourth and twenty sixth. So I'm do it. pumped, pumped do to it. come to your event, my friend. Love it, love it, love it. Well, uh, let's 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 make see if we can make that happen. Hopefully, everybody plays their part, and we can uh, get get through these tough times. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Podbean Live. Podbean uh, Podbean's live stream is a unique platform for turning your podcast production into a live show, and is open to any podcaster on any hosting site. Easily invite multiple co-hosts and guests to join the live stream, earn money from live stream show tickets sales and listener rewards and engage your audience in a new and exciting way ready to get started sign up today at podbean.com slash live that's p-o-d-b-e-a-n.com slash live everybody i hope you all uh are having a, a it's it's a crazy week i gotta say like every day feels like a year uh it, it really it, it's 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 insane how much is changing on a day-to-day basis. Um, meanwhile, we're, we're like stuck here at the house. Um, so I hope you all are, are, are staying safe um, and enjoying the time that you have with your families and uh, or, or enjoying the time that you're getting to do the work that you do. Uh, you know, if you're a healthcare provider, if you're, if you're somebody in the necessity realm, um, enjoy it because you're you're making a difference in the world so please please don't lose sight uh sight of that sorry have a great night everyone uh oh wait uh next week we have uh who is our guest next week uh doc kennedy yes i am i am pumped uh for for doc kennedy to be on the show it's been a while since i've gotten to have a good conversation with him so i'm looking forward to that and we uh if you want to be a guest on the show go to indiepodcon.com slash guest i was looking for the clicking thing but i can't oh there it is uh go to indiepodcon.com slash guest so you can sign up to be a guest on the indie podcon show or podcast i should indie pod podcast have a great night everybody stay safe and i will probably try to do another live uh, facebook live tomorrow night uh, in some way shape or capacity <laughs> just to check in <laughs>